You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey manfredi and joining me as usual zach batista zach how are you doing my man i'm doing great on this wonderful day fall's starting to come in a bit now and i am a huge fan of fall i'm done with the heat at this point now it's nice and cool it's just i'm chilling right now oh yeah i love fall it's the best season the other day i woke up and I was a little bit cold, and my feet hit the floor and on like the the tiles, and they were cold. And I was like, "This is the best." I know. Fall is this nice little like. I had a between. nice cup of coffee. I sat oh. by the window, read a book. Exactly. Falls oh man, just felt this... that little chill. It was great. It's this, a, it's this beautiful time of the year where like it's not too hot, it's not too cold, it's just nice. I just love oh, it. Awesome. Fall and spring are my favorite seasons because it's like it's not too deathly cold and it's not too deathly hot. Exactly. It's always like that perfect mix of temperatures in fall and spring, and mm-hmm. it's my two favorite seasons of all time. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so with fall coming in, uh, I am very excited to get into more uh, guys falling down, huh? Oh, huh? My in God. wrestling, <laughs> nailed it, nailed I it. Flawless transition. I uh, hate you right now so much. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but we we got some big things coming in on this show, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, very just excited. wait, w- just wait till next week's episode, folks. It's gonna mm-hmm. be very interesting. It's gonna be as the kids these days, I think, still say lit. It's gonna be lit, quite <laughs> lit. <laughs> All right, so you know what? Let's get right into it. Zach, do you remember who started off last week? I believe I started off last week. All right, so uh, if you do not mind, I think I'm gonna kick us off this week. Then I'll go for it, my friend. I'm going to kick us off with a match from PWX Wrestling Ode to Tradition. This match is Jeff Cobb versus JD Drake. This oh. if you if you can picture a hoss fight, this is it. These are two big lads slapping meat. That's what this match is. <laughs> two big dudes throwing their body weight at each other. Uh it starts off fast and furious. This match is only like twelve minutes long, so as soon as the bell rings, it starts. They're going. Oh, this is uh, going. They're all bouncing right, bouncing off. Yeah, they're they're running the ropes. They're leapfrogging each other because and they're huge, which is wild. They're throwing g- gigantic drop kicks at each other, knocking each other across the ring. Ooh, Cobb is like throwing like JD Drake. JD Drake is throwing Cobb. They're knocking each other. They're knocking each other silly outside. They're punching each other in the face. There's one. Oh God, that was terrible. There was uh, one part outside the ring where uh, they were going to punch each other, but they both ducked under and they hit the 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 ring post instead of the other person. Ooh, all right, I and like it. And they both hurt their hand. And then there's one point where they both punch each other on the outside with the hands they both injured and both go ah. <laughs> like, 
Uh, and then there's this one bit where J.D. Drake has Cobb on the apron, like, sitting down, and he tosses him up and elbows him. Ooh. And Cobb just drops, like, a sack of bricks. Like, he, just goes, he just goes down. Uh, and J.D. Drake throws him back in the ring, and I don't know how the ring held up through all this beef yeah. in it. Like, these two were big boys. There was a it was a big superplex spot, and my brain was broken because I was like, the ring's gonna break. <laughs> then I was like, oh, wait, no, it's the Indies. They can't afford to break the ring. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, there's this one, there's some crazy spots where uh, Jeff Cobb hits J.D. Drake with a huge slam, mm-hmm. and then hits him with just a standing moonsault. Not Ooh. not moonsault, a standing uh, shooting star press. Oh, my. <laughs> which is even more ridiculous because of the size yeah. of Because fuck you, Jeff Gravity. Cobb. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, J.D. Drake's hit, come right back, hit Cobb with a big slam, and hit a moonsault off the top rope. We had two big guys just flipping, using agility, just slapping me. They, they, it's just crazy. There's a big hoss fight, but also these guys... Can can show that they're they're pretty agile. They could do some pretty crazy stuff. Nice. Um, in the end, though, JD Drake picks up the win with his finisher, the drill bit, uh, and takes it home. Gets the one, two, three on Jeff Cobb. This match was cool. This match was fun. Uh, I'm gonna give it a meh. It wasn't a mark out for me because, like I said, it was only 12 minutes and it was just kind of just like a hoss. It was just a hoss fight. Mm-hmm. And they sure they they sprinkled in some uh, high flying stuff. Some some moonsaults and some shooting star presses and stuff. They sprinkled in the flare. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wasn't like a crazy emotional, like five star matchup. It was, it was good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like, it was like high back. Cause I enjoyed watching it for sure. Oh, okay. That's good to hear. Hoss fights are always fun for me. Just because like I said, it's just two do. It's just two like walls of just, just two. Like what's the word I'm looking for? It's two like, just two forces just slamming into each other repeatedly like in a car it's crash. The, the immovable force meets the what, what is it? The unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Yes, it's like two cars crashing into each other, and it's just amazing. It's two trucks full of cement. Just yes, slamming better. into each other. I love it. <laughs> um. All right. What's your on that uh, match? Zach, what's your first match? Coming so up? I decided for my match, I was going to go for another women's match, and uh, I ended up going upon Tasha Steeles versus Caitlin Diamond. From Battle Ooh. Club Pro, um, so this match started off, and uh, I will say right now for the record, uh, this is probably one of the smallest crowds I've ever seen for the show. Like there was like I think a total of like seeming like twenty fans. <laughs> but uh, I will say one thing about this match right off the bat: the audio for this match, the like the mixing isn't the greatest because there's more announcer than there is stuff in the ring, so it's kind of hard to hear when they're talking in the ring, which is a bit of a bummer because mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm like oh, I wanted to hear more of like. The wrestlers, not the announcers, but, you know, whatever. The match. So, uh, Diamond is a this super tall, blonde woman who's uh, from Canada, I believe. Tasha Steeles is this uh, smaller black woman who I believe... I don't know if she's... She's either Puerto Rican or she's... Uh, actually, no, wait, no. I think she's... Um, she's wearing red, white, and blue, so she's for America. I, she might be Puerto Rican, but I can't... I don't actually know that. Mm-hmm. So the match starts off with a bunch of good, solid, like, chain wrestling. Like, they're getting each other in, like, arm bars and then getting out, like, flipping out. Like, they do the spot where, like, she's got her in head scissors and then she, like, does a, a handstand and it kind of, like, pops out of it. Mm-hmm. So then Tasha kind of, like, taunts Diamond a bit. And Diamond gets mad at her. So she, like, um, she then gets Classic. the upper Yep, she gets the hand upper hand on her, knocking her to the ground. She then uh, gets her in a, um, a guillotine on the bottom rope, ropes her in, like, the throat. 
She then starts to choke her out before the ref has to make her stop. And at this point now, you can very much tell that Diamond is the heel and Tasha is the face. Mm-hmm. Another thing to note is uh, Tasha is uh, apparently someone that the crowd has gotten used to. She is a regular on here, whereas Diamond is not. She's an outsider, at least as far as the crowd's concerned. Oh, dang. Following this, it's like a lot of Diamond's kind of dominating Tasha, like, you know, like kicking her, like putting her, like working over, I believe. She, she was working over pretty hard, like, you know, typical, like hitting her on the ground, taking as much as she can with the ropes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Tasha eventually, like, um, starts to mount a comeback, and then as she, like, starts to do it, Diamond just kind of, like, kind of, like, fo- like palms her in the throat again, and then hits her with, um, a surfboard stretch where she, like, pulls her legs, her, uh, she puts her knee into, the, like, the small of her back and pulls both her arms back. So, as you can tell, the throat is quite important for her at this point. Yeah. The crowd starts getting into it, and they start to help Tasha uh, kind of hulk up. And uh, Diamond then, once again, stops her and starts to choke her out again this time with the ropes and her hand again. Jeez. A lot, lot of choking out in this match, oddly enough. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. There, the next cool spot if I, um, is uh, where, like, ta- this is actually, I actually really like this spot where uh, the two of them are running. And you know how, like, usually people have the uh, the double clothesline spot where they both fall down to the ground then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these two are just like, nah, screw that. We'll just do a double headbutt spot. And I was like, oh, I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's cool. I like that. These two were knocked down for a bit. Tasha finally, after all this, after getting interrupted every time she started to mount to come back, gets control for a bit and hits um, a running knee on Diamond. Throws her in the corner, running forearms her, and then gives her a um, a f- uh, front chancery suplex, I believe is what the announcer called it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diamond kicked out of this, of course. She then got up and big booted Tasha in the face. And then when she went to go get her, you know what? Trish Stratish is a finisher of the Stratus faction, which is like a, it's a springboard uh, running bulldog. Yeah. Tasha does that. And actually looked nice. pretty good. There was this moment there where I was actually worried it wasn't going to hit, but she hit it. And I was like, nice. I was like, this is nice. good. The match then kind of went right into its uh, closing sequence where, U- where Diamond grabs her and gets her in a Uranagi slam. Tasha okay. kicked out and then jumped on the back of Diamond, tried to get her into a sleeper. She hit Tasha into the corner and knocked her off, which Tasha then used the ropes after she threw her into the corner to, like, jump over Diamond. And from mm. there, she blocked a punch. You know, like, at AEW, Big Soul does the, um, the dirty dancing where she, like, grabs her opponent's fist and then she spins them around? Yeah. She basically did that, except then she hit her for the uh, with her finisher, which is the Ace Crusher or an RKO slash Cutter for the uh, the win. Nice. The match was very short. I'd have to give this match a meh because while it, this match isn't anything special, it's fine. Both girls are quite good, and uh, from what I read on there, Tasha's getting a lot better, and uh, Diamond is quite good as well too. So like, yeah, the match is fine. It's just, like, when I was sitting here thinking about it, I was like, there was nothing really, like, that just stood out for me in this match besides the running headbutt spot that I talked about. Gotcha. So, yeah. Meh. Okay. Nothing All right. Too, uh, nothing too great. Nothing too awful. I-, I would watch another match with these two in the future just because, like, there was there was no bad wrestling here, which is something that I, like, just... As long as the wrestling isn't bad, I, I a match is usually watchable for me. That's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. So, my next match I'm bringing to the table, I got... Josh Briggs versus A.R. Fox Ooh. from Limitless Wrestling from an event called Vaca- the Vacation Land Cup 2018. Uh, this All is right. my first time watching both of these guys. Okay. I've heard a lot of good things about A.R. Fox, especially from uh, our friend Ryan over at Hit the Books because uh, he's from Atlanta and A.R. Fox is from Atlanta. So we've seen a lot of seen a lot of A.R. Fox. Nice. Uh, I've heard good things about this guy. I've heard good things about Josh Briggs. So I was like, sure, why not? Let's just jump right into it. Uh mm-hmm. This 
match was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Uh, it was the basic powerhouse versus high flyer uh, mm-hmm. dynamic between Josh Briggs and Air Fox. Air Fox playing the face, Josh Briggs doing the heel stuff. Yep. Um, throughout most of this match, Josh Briggs is kind of dominating. Uh, he's beaten up. Like, it starts off a little back and forth, but then Josh Briggs gets the upper hand uh, and ends up beating down AR Fox. Basically, this like almost this whole match, but there's a big comeback towards the middle, uh, which is insane because it made me realize how quick AR Fox is mm. and how, like, insane he is in the ring. Uh, he is... He, he Dude, he flies around that ring. It's nuts. He, it's like he's Sonic. jumping up. He, yeah. He's jumping up to the top rope. He's bouncing off the rope. He's doing, like, crazy springboard cutters. He gets, hot, like crazy height on everything he does it's wild watching fox is like like watching fox go is just like 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 watching a pinball Mm. like bounce around in a pinball machine like that's what it reminds me of nice um uh yeah it was it was wild watching this match there's some uh dirty spots here and there of course because you know that's what josh briggs does (laughs) uh some spots where he's choking him out some spots where he does some dirty stuff uh uh, there's this one. He has this, he hits his finisher during the match, and I know because the announcer sold it like crazy. Mm. Uh, it's called the Go to Hell. Oh, okay. And what it is is a choke slam. Almost he okay. p- like he picks him up in a choke slam, okay. and then he pushes him forward and flips them. And when they fall, he hits him with a Go to Sleep. That is so sick. It is. It was really sick to watch. Uh, it, it, so it's like a choke slam Go to Sleep almost. Um. And he hits him with his finisher. The The crowd is like, oh, man. The, the announcers are going crazy. And then Fox kicks out. Oh, my God. And the match keeps going. Uh, Fox comes back. He hits he hits uh, a crazy swanton. Josh Briggs, I swear to God, is laying in the middle of the ring. Mm-hmm. And AR Fox jumps up on the top rope, and he's like, you know what? I got this. <laughs> and he just – and he just ju- – he just – Leaps halfway across the ring with a huge swanton bomb. Jesus. And then uh, Briggs kicks out of that. And then uh, AR Fox goes to hit his uh, his finisher, the 450 splash. Mm-hmm. The first time he goes for it, uh, he misses. And Briggs, that's when Briggs caught him by the neck and hit him with the, the, go, to, the go to hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was, it was crazy. He did like the 450, landed on his feet, and Briggs just went whap. Oh, my God. And just grab him by the throat. It's like Darth Vader uh, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, and then Fox does end up hitting the 450 later in the match, to which Briggs kicks out. Oh, my God. Uh, and then they get up on the top rope, both of them, and uh, Briggs hits a huge, like, almost like a off-the-top rope, like, chokeslam backbreaker. Oh, yeah, like, he, he got him in the chokeslam, like, oh my god, he's going for, like, a super go, a super go to hell. But then he ends up hitting, like, a completely different move, mm-hmm. where he, like, brings him up, but then he jumps with him and, like, throws him onto his knees. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and then he ends up uh, getting the pin with that move, and Josh Briggs ends up winning this match. Uh, this match was good. It was, uh, t- like I said, it was it was the typical uh, speedy guy versus powerhouse guy mm-hmm. who wins, you know? Uh, and in this one, Josh Briggs ended up winning, and I didn't give this match a meh. It was fine. Uh, nothing crazy special. It was short, though. It was, like, 12 minutes. Oh, man. I kind of want to see a, I want to see a Fox in action now. Yeah, me too. I want, I definitely want to see more of Fox, like, for sure, for sure, because it's just so sick watching him move like that. It's, it's insane. Hmm. He's literally just, like, a, a pinball. It's crazy. Nice. I like it. I like it. 
Yeah, so I give that match a meh. It was good. Uh, it was fun. Uh, nothing crazy, crazy special, though. Nothing that blew me away, you know? Okay. All right. Going off of that, for my next match, I actually decided to pick a death match because, you know, it's been a bit since I've watched one on this show. <laughs> All right. So it's been I... a bit. It's been a bit. It's been like two weeks. Yep. <laughs> What can I say? I like my brutal matches. So I, I think, I think we watched what you first think, week. I watched what the was match. it? Episode. When did you review uh, Ultramantis Black versus Nick Gage? Second, uh, you reviewed it the second week, and then I for the third week. Then I had to watch the match. Oh yeah, so it's been two weeks. Two Episode, weeks, and I was like, a whole two weeks since we watched the death match. So long. Sorry, yeah. everyone, for disappointing <laughs> you. I was like, you know what? I could go with some barbed wire in my life. <laughs> All right, uh, so the match I decided to go for this week was Matt Tremont versus Jimmy Lyon at H2O, from H2O Wrestling at H2O Sweet Dreams in a no-rope barbed wire match. Sounds, sounds like a Matt Tremont match. Yep. So the match started out, and the crowd for the start was very clearly behind Tremont. Like, they literally were asking him to just murder Leon, Lyon, and I was like, okay. I'm like, this is what we're going All right, well, I see what I got myself into. Yep. Lion's got, like, a flannel jacket on and, like, a shirt and multiple layers of clothing on because, as I learned, this is his first barbed wire rope match, whereas Matt Tremont, <laughs> this is his... I really like that. Oh, I really like that. The guy whose first, death, whose first barbed wire death match it is comes in, like, waddling out because he has, like, 30 yeah. layers on. <laughs> He's fully clothed. He has, like, a, he has, like, a, a t-shirt, a mm-hmm. long sleeve shirt, a flannel, a winter coat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's, like, sweating, but he's like, at least I won't get hit by the barbed wire. Exactly, dude. And then you got Matt Tremont, who's just in a tank top and some pants, yeah. and the announcer's this is 44th time in this match, and I was like, it's wow. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was oh like, my god. Can you imagine doing 40 that's so much i know like like the amount of shit that happens in a death match doing that 44 times it boggles my mind like how could i see why he's i see why he's retiring soon yeah because like that that shit hurts man christ oh so anywho they go through the announcers i believe jimmy lyon was like the um like the super like the alabama like uh king of the jungle or something like that Mm-hmm. But uh, Matt Tremont's the bulldozer, as everyone knows. I didn't until this match, but they're nice enough to let you know. So the match starts, and Lion immediately gets out of the ring, right? He does the whole thing where he walks around the ring, and you think, oh, all right, he's leaving. So he walks he's over. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for this, man. Exactly. He walks back to the entrance ma- ramp. He uh, steps onto a box and uh, come- and goes into out the into Gorilla, right? You think he's gone for a second. And then he comes out with what I can only assume are two crosses, red crosses made up of rulers or yardsticks. Puts them both okay. in the, in two corners, and then he proceeds to just take off all his layers of shirts I just said he had on. So he's just shirtless now. All right, and I was there like, "Oh damn!" I'm like, "Oh, we're going into this." He's like, he's ready to take some. He's gonna take At some. At first, you thought he was gonna be a chicken shit about it, but then he's like, "Hold on, hold yep. on, hold on." And I uh, got this. <laughs> I, oh man, uh, so the match starts, and Traymon him start brawling a bit, and Traymon immediately goes, "Sorry, buddy," and he just throws him into the barbed wire back first twice. Both times look like it sucks. It's just awful. He then gets a, a barbed wire bat ran across his head, and then he gets chucked into one of the crosses. And as Tremont goes to pin him, he lifts his head up after the, uh, after a tune goes, fuck that. And the crowd was like, <laughs> yeah, murder this dude. Oh, nope. my. He's like, nope, I'm out. This sucks. Goodbye. Oh, my God. So um, so the next spot 
in particular just oh, okay so i have to describe this so they in the ring have these two barbed wire bats i'm pretty sure they're wooden and you'll understand why in a, in a bit they have barbed wire wrapped around them and matt Tremont gets one he's like how about two and some guys like play the bot play the drums on his back and i'm like oh no and he just wailed on him with these bats man like the impact they made made me cringe every time i was like oh my god he's <laughs> actually hitting him with this stuff and you're wondering to yourself oh man you must have been hitting him with just like you know the the and it wasn't barbed wire no 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 when he got up after this his entire back was just ripped apart it looked awful and amazing and i loved every bit of it so then uh lion's crawling on the ground he grabs one of the other barbed wire bats as Tremont goes to like hit him again and he low blows him three times with the barbed wire bat like it was like once twice and Tremont's still standing third time he just falls over like a sack of potatoes and i was like all right yeah. I, I remember yeah, the crowd was just like oh it was like that it just Tremont sold it like he was like like a, like any person would do and they get kicked in the nuts it's just like just shock pain and then you're just on the ground just done so then um, Blind gets up, and he starts to get his payback. He throws Tremont twice into the barbed wire. The first time, there's a particular spot, because you can see the barbed wire kind of hook into his arm for a second, and he starts bleeding from there. And I was like, ooh, I'm like, that Whoa. sucks. I was like, ugh. Oh, barbed wire. It looks so bad. I know. It always looks so so rough. And if I recall, that was the second time. The first time he did it, he got thrown in the barbed wire, and the ref was asking him, like, do you – uh, do you give up? Because he was like, he had his arms wrapped around two of the ropes in it, and I was like, oh, why would you do that to yourself? I was like, oh no. man, it reminds it, it it reminds me of when I was working backstage. I, I was working backstage at a deathmatch event, and oh man, the, watching just looks like seeing the some of the wrestlers is just like in the in the back, just like walking around and just look, just like getting a glance at all the scars they have on their back from the crazy shit they've done is God. just wild. I'm like, wow, just like their backs are just like. Yeah, their backs are just like just Ugh. munched up by mm-hmm. just barbed wire and light tubes and just thumbtacks and years of just bullshit. Like exactly. years of like crazy deathmatch <laughs> bullshit. It's just wild. Oh, it's that's yeah. Pretty much like it's just like it's like why would you do that to yourself? Yeah. I'll still watch it. It's entertaining, but you know, uh, god, I couldn't. So, um, remember how I said Tremont wailed on Lion? So I said that he got thrown in the barbed wire twice. The second time he got thrown there and he was stuck, he proceeded to get payback on him by just wailing him in the arm with these barbed wire bats. Like, Jeez. just once, twice. He's like, he's pretending to be like baseball. He's like, oh, batter up. Hits him on the arm. He's like, let's do some switch hitting. Hits him again. He then, like, runs the barbed wire over let's his face. Let's do some switch hitting. Yep. He then uh, ran the barbed wire over his face and busted him open. Nice. Oh, man. I'm um, reading my notes here. Um, oh, yes. So after that, and he hits him a couple more times with the bats, he's pinning Matt. The grep goes one. He lifts his head up, just like very similar to how, like, I, at that point, I realized that he literally did exactly what Matt did to him. He threw him into the barbed wire twice. He wailed on him with the bats afterwards, and then he lifted his head up after getting his offense. So I was like, uh, nah, not yet. Nah, I'm not done. So um, the next scary spot, which, God help me, this spot had me cringing. So, you know in wrestling, when someone gets you up into, like, a suplex position, and then they just drape you over the top rope? Yeah, they did this with Lion. You know, the guy without his shirt on? Yeah. He got, he hit the rope. Yeah, sounds about right. Fell over. It looked horrible because he got tangled up in the barbed wire immediately. Like, his leg got completely mangled in it. It looked so scary. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) 
He got out. I think, like, his leg was ripped up a bit on the inside. But she didn't notice it as much. But I was like, that could have been so bad. I was like, oh, my God. Why would you do that to yourself? Oh, my God. Look, Deathmatch death wrestlers are an enigma to me. I... Oh, my God. So, here's the thing. Throughout the entire match... Hey, man, like, like, do what makes you happy. But, like, I don't know how you could I... do it, man. Yeah. It's wild. I, I guess I should point out to this match that there was actually a story going into this match, funnily enough, that I didn't realize until afterwards when I looked around for it. So, throughout the match... Tremont's been telling him like stuff like you wanted this match and I realized that apparently for months of build-up Jimmy Lyon was asking for this match and Matt kept great. telling him no great so I was like oh my god this is his first death match and he's just putting himself through these types of spots I was like I gotta give the guy fair props like that was no that that was a scary spot Anywho, yeah back on track the next big spot so like Tremont then points to a table on the outside which is barbed wire on this so we cut all the ropes off on one side of the ring yeah, <laughs> and so this is kind of this is kind of a part of the match where I realize these bats are wooden. So an attempt to not go through this table because you know why would you ever want to go through this table? Him and like Tremont fight over the ro- fight over on the side of the ring. They're hitting each other, hitting each other. Lion gets the bat, and he just starts to wail on Tremont's arm, and he hits him so hard he actually broke the bat. Oh my like, god! Like he swung and broke, and he was just had the handle in his hand. The whole crowd was like, "Holy shit! How are you hitting him?" And then he runs and does, like, an arm drag hip toss, and he throws Tremont right through the table. Looks, it sucked. It looked awful. Tremont was just like, oh, I was like, God, that's awful. Like, he got the full. Oh, I was like, God, that sucks. So then after he finally gets up and he's just, like, waddled his way back to the wing, I think Lion tries to pin him and he kicks out. He gets up and lines on the other side of the ring and he yells at him. He's like, come on, is that the best you guys? Like, come and get me. And he runs at him and he just throws Lion, like, chest first into the barbed wire again. Oh, no. And it looked like he got hung up a bit on it, too. And that just looked, that, <laughs> that looks, it looked like horrible. Sucked. God, the worst is when they try to, like, get off of it and it gets hooked in. Oh, yeah, I have to remind you, there were a couple times this match where the barbed wire got caught on his hair. When he was in like the corner, and he like no. you just see him like he was like oh shit, and he looked oh. back like that's like, why Tremont is bald. Yeah, see for him he had the long hair, so like he when like they like, you know when I said at the beginning he got thrown to like the corner by the uh, the cross and he got tangled up. Before that he actually got the top of his hair tangled up, and I you could see him go like what the fuck what's what's and it was, I was like oh that sucks. I'm like that just sucks. Yikes. So after that. Uh, let's see, Tremont then tried to get the pin after he, like, ran into the, ran him into the ropes, and he didn't win, and he gets annoyed, not because he didn't want to win, but because he didn't want to keep doing that, he's like, I'm sorry, he's like, I don't want to do this to you, he's like, I just, I don't want to have to do it again, so I have looks, to do it, so he gets the bar, the bolt cutters out again, he cuts off another set of ropes, and now, you remember when I said Lion walked across a box, they opened mm-hmm. this box, and it's just a coffin filled with barbed wire, oh my god, I was like, oh no, I was like, oh, God. So again, the two of them start fighting to see who's going to get this awful coffin filled with barbed wire. And it ends up being Lion. Tremont gets him in a fireman's carry like an A and he just tosses him ass first into here. Like he lands his ass first into this coffin and it just sucks. Like there's a moment where like he has to get untangled from it all. Jesus Christ. Awful. Shortly after the finish gets through where um, Lion beats him up and he uh, gets him up into a, uh, a Death Valley driver if I recall. And at this whole match, by the way, in one of the corners, there's been, like, um, a table with barbed wire on it. And he just full-on Death Valley drivers him through this table before he pins him. Oof. After the match, Tremont gets up and he's like, I'm not going to do this whole bullshit-ass 
shaking hands. We agreed before this. We're not doing it like everyone else does. He's like, but everyone, I think this guy earned his stripes. He earns my respect. And the crowd cheered, which was nice because the crowd throughout the whole match was literally like telling Lion he was going to die and how he was a loser. And by the end yeah. of this match, everyone had respect for him, which I really liked because, you know, he asked for this match. He took his licks. Honestly, mm-hmm. now I'm thinking about it. I get this match, honestly, I was going to give it a high met, but I give it a mark out. Nice. I really we enjoyed we this got match. There. This match was had a lot of really awful looking spots, which you want from a death match. The wrestling wasn't what you, it was a death match wrestling, but I give it it just because of the story that Jimmy Lyon was trying to show that he could hang with Matt Tremont in a death match, and he he put himself through some punishment, man. Man, what always gets me after a death match is when the two guys are like, "All right, that was a good match. We did yeah, good, yeah. nice," <laughs> and then, and then they're chill with each other, like. Look what you just did to each other. How, I know. It's just like, how bro. Could you do that? How could you do that to another person and just be like, yeah, all right. That was cool. Exactly, dude. Good I job. was, Good that bat broke. I was like, oh, my God. Like, they were wailing on each other, dude. I was like, like Jesus. Like I, I, like, I was watching a documentary. I, was, I watched a little bit of a documentary on death matches, and there was one spot where a guy took a bunch of skewers and, like, pounded them into another guy's head. Oh. Damn. Uh, and then after the match, the two were backstage, and they, like, Shook hands and were like, "Hey, man, good work out there. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Good job. Good, yeah, good match. We did great. Heads. Good job." Like, I was like, "What? How do you like? How do you just so casually like like look at somebody else after what you just did and to them like, and just yeah, be like, that guy yeah, stabbed me. Yeah, good job, man. Yeah, Hand good shape. job. Like what? <laughs> it's like that guy just stabbed me and and potentially is harmed. I guess me that's just. I guess I. You know, like like I thought about it. I guess like, thinking about it, it's like. I feel like death matches are, like, the ultimate sign of trust in wrestlers. Exactly. It's just yeah. like, listen, we're going to beat the absolute shit out of each other, and we're going to do some shit that's going to fucking hurt. Exactly. But in the end, it's all for yeah, But in the sake. end, it's all for the fans, and we both know what we're getting into. Yep. So let's just not try to actually kill each other, and we'll be fine. Yeah. I, I when I thought about it, this match, like, there were so many spots here where I was... They did me. It gave me a good death match, but the reason it gets high is just for the. I have to say it, the story, the little story of it going through with like Tremont the whole time being so like reluctant to do this to him, but he's like, "But you asked for it, so you're getting it." Yeah, just, I liked it. Yeah, it sounds sounds like a really good match. I'm, yeah, I'm excited that you liked it. Oh man, moving All on. Right. Let's move on to our match that we both ended up watching this. Ah, week. yes, this one. Uh, I picked this one up off of a thread I saw yeah, on Reddit. You. That- Someone was like, this match is really good. Not many people talk about it now. And it was uh, Trevor Lee versus Chip Day from Mid-Atlantic Wrestling for at the uh, Kernodal or Nodal Tournament Finals. I, I think it's Kernodal. I, yeah, I don't know. It's Kernodal, them, Kernodal, it whatever. for the uh, Mid-Atlantic uh, Wrestling World Championship, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. So if I were to best describe this match, it would be a slow burn that doesn't feel like it's slow at all. Yeah, I I got that. I got that. The feeling like, for me, for me, it was a slow burn because it did for me. It did start off a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of like um, just I like I'm not a fan of like mat wrestling a lot where it's just like two guys just putting each other in submission holds and we're doing mm-hmm. like like oh I got you in this submission. Oh now I got you in this submission. Oh now I got you in this submission. Exactly. And then like like I'm not I'm not the hugest fan of that. So like at first I wasn't as into this match, mm-hmm. but. Boy, howdy, does it pick up. Oh, yeah. For uh, one other thing I must, I, I want to at least mention here is, uh, for those who don't know, as I learned when he walked in, Trevor Lee is Cameron Grimes on NXT right now. Because the moment I saw that man's hairy-ass chest and beard, I was like, is that fucking Cameron I Grimes? I knew it. It's like, what the hell? I looked up. Uh, he is. Yeah. Like, like, 
the another thing about this match being slow is that they kind of stare each other down a lot. There's a lot of moments where they yeah. hit each other with a boot like after and they back off and yeah, after they get like each the other stalemate. for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Like, they have like a stalemate and they look up and they're like, okay, okay. I will note here that the crowd was heavily in Lee's favor at the beginning because, as they said, he's like the hometown guy, the mm-hmm. uh, their champion. I have to also give props. The announcers in this match were fucking fantastic. I love the announcers Oh, yeah, they, they were selling the match like crazy. Mm-hmm. I was so into it, because, honestly, partly because of those announcers. Oh, dude, one of the guys there, I don't know which one, was like going absolutely ballistic, but uh, we'll get to that. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the beginning of the match was like a very much like a, like a stalemate. Like each guy was trying to get like up a one up on the other one. Some holds here, some holds there. Both of them being like, okay, okay. And, like, the, it slowly kind of ramped up. And then finally, Chip gets a kick in on, on Lee. And I gotta say, that kick, I was like, once I heard the impact of that kick, I was like, oh, man. I'm like, this is gonna... Bro, is gonna all of his kicks sounded like thunder. Like, I know. I was like, what? Oh, man. He it kicked was... the crap out of Lee. Like, the strikes in this match were so good. From the chops to Lee. Chip had some fantastic punches. Great kicks amazing chops both guys did really good here with the strikes i agree this was a big it started off as like a submission fest and then it turned into a striking fest exactly where these two just absolutely literally kicked the crap out of each other wail on each other they like kicked each other's teeth in like it was crazy yeah like there was like um a bunch where like chip got on the offense was just kicking the shit out of trevor Trevor eventually got him in a rear naked, which, as I learned from the announcer, thank you for making this more of a scary spot, was like, oh, my God, he's won titles with that before. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what? I was like, what's the match going to work? He got out of it, by the way. But uh, it was still, like, a cool thing for the announcer to make someone like me who didn't know that because apparently Mm -hmm. Trevor was champion for a long time before this happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard he he was uh, one of the the longest reigning or something like that. I remember a specific point in this match, too, where they were like, oh, he fought Cedric Alexander for an hour straight, and that was when I suddenly rested. Oh, "Oh, yeah? I was like, oh, man, this match might go to the distance, because the video on this is an hour long that this is for. So I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, is this going to go an hour? Yeah, I turned on this video, and I was like, is this going to be an hour-long match right now? This is going to be crazy. Is it like an (laughs) Iron Man match or something? I know. But it turns out it's the rest of the event. The match ended up being, like, 40-ish minutes? Yes, 30, something like that. It's like 30 that. to 40 minutes or something like that. It's still like, like a this, crazy long match. It did not feel that long for me. Like, once you got into it, it oh, I was into this. <sighs> yeah, man. This match, this match got going and stayed going. Like, there was like a disgusting clothesline by Trevor on Chip, where Chip literally ran and got hit and did a full flip inside out. Like, I was like, holy shit, he turned him, in, he turned him just, he just flipped him onto his face. I was like, that's just awful. And I loved it. Yeah, there was, there was also one point where, um... One of them, I think it was Trevor Lee, kind of, they were, they both stood up, mm-hmm. gave each other that look, uh, and then shook hands, mm-hmm. and they agreed to just, like, it was like a quick agreement to, like, hey, we're just gonna have a slapping contest. Yes, that was, that was later on, I remember that specifically. And then it was, and then it was just, like, Lee was, like, whap, and Dave was, like, whap, and they just yep. kept hitting each other back and over forth. And and over and over. Oh, over dude. Over and over. It, it was, was just so crazy to me that just in the middle of the match, they just had, like, that quick, like, you know what? Yeah, let's just punch each other and see who goes down first. Like Exactly. Like, I remember, because, yeah, it was, like, it was after the, because Trevor did a super flex on Chip. They both almost got a 10 count, but then they started to move, and the ref was like, nope, we're continuing this match. And they both got up and then just beat the shit out of each other. Like, every strike, one, like, they slapped the shit out of each other, and then Tre- Chip kicked Trevor in the chest, so Trevor started kicking him in the chest, and every strike just looked so good. Oh, God, and it was brutal. Felt so good. 
Oh my god, and then after that, I think another cool spot was, like, Trevor actually used his finisher in WWE, which is the cave-in, which I think he would call for, like, uh, the, uh, like, angels, like, like the, um, like, strike from heaven, I think is what it was called here, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Except it was cool, because Chip got his knees up when he came down, so he landed on his back, and he couldn't pin him, which I thought was a really cool, uh, spot, as someone who watches Grime in, uh, WWE. Mm-hmm. I think Chip had, like, this disgusting-looking, um black mass to the face which just yeah that was wild that I was kick like, that kick and just yo when he hit he hit lee with that kick and lee just dropped oh he was, he was dead he was down like a sack of potatoes mm-hmm. he was down then i think he like, got up he was just like boom exactly and then when he fi- somehow he gets up from that and he threw chip to the outside he went to go do his signature kick, and Chip just kicked his leg just out from underneath him, and he just fell was face first. Was like, Chip was just like, and eh, nope. Aw, uh, dude, Lee's selling. Get out of here with that bullshit. Aw, uh, dude, Lee's selling here was on a different level on some of these kicks. Like, there were some kicks where, like, Chip kicked him in the stomach, and he just collapsed. It was just yeah. like, oh, God. Yeah, this, this match was wild. Um, think, oh, God. There was that one spot where uh, Day was just holding... Lee's hands and just kicking his head in. Oh damn, dude! Yeah, and the like, ref had to the ref had to like push him off and like see if Lee was like awake. and see if Lee was like knocked out or not. And mm-hmm. he was just like he was like Lee, can you continue? Can you are you okay? Can you continue? And Lee just wasn't answering. And re- as soon as the ref was about to call the match, Lee just like raises his hand and goes, "No!" He's like, "Get the fuck no! off of me!" And I was like, "Oh no!" Shit. And he just stands up. I was like, "What?" I know, right? Oh, dude, I remember that, because if I recall correctly, it was after, like, Chip hit all his finishes on him. Like, he hit the double knees, he hit, like, a running back, like, knee on the back of his head, he hit a neck breaker, and he still kicked out. And he just got so angry, he just started kicking the back of his head. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my god, is this match going to end with him just making Lee go unconscious? Nope. Got up. I, was I, like, I thought it might have. I for that a was second very there, close which to I, then have to, I was like, wow. I gotta put props here, too. Ref, whoever you are out there, you sold these kickouts so well, dude. He looks so surprised. Oh, they, 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 they said his name over and over again. It was Robbie something. Yeah, I forgot it. But, like, I remember specifically thinking about something like this. It was like Robbie something because they kept, they kept doing the, the line where it's like, Robbie, Robbie's got the best vantage point. It was two count. Yeah, exactly. And I remember specifically, like, thinking to myself, I was like, because the announcers popped off every time the kickout happened. The crowd popped off and the ref popped off. Like, the ref was like, holy shit, you kicked out of that. Yeah, there was one moment I, I recall where somebody kicked out of, like, some crazy finishing move, and I saw, like, four people in the crowd literally jump to their feet and go, Oh, my God! Oh, like... my God, yeah. If I recall... Oh, man, I'm trying to think of which one it was. It was probably when um when Chip did the whole finishing sequence after he uh, started to kick the shit out of him afterwards. Oh, yeah. I remember there was a point where, uh, where Lee locked in the STF, which apparently is his actual finisher, which he wins a lot of the time. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, he actually... I'm like, he's gonna win. He's gonna he's gonna win. Nope. Nope. Chip got up, and then he just fucking... Chip got to the rope. Got to the rope, got up, and then disrespected Lee by hitting him with his own running knee in the face, which is, I think, as I'm reading now, which is then where he got to where he stomped the back of his head. And I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's like, holy crap. Yeah, that's why I thought that match was gonna end there, because I was like, oh my god. But it doesn't. This match just doesn't end. Yeah, Every because... time you think it's over, it just keeps going. Because right after he gets up after the stomping, that's when the two of them didn't decide they're just gonna slap each other in the face. And it was fucking hard man it was like oh my god it's like damn it just kept going and going the finishing sequence of this match i thought was fantastic let's see so they slap the shit out of each other trevor gets him in like a guillotine but he transitions it into like a brain buster somehow and i was like oh 
Yeah, that's what I was. He grabbed him in a submission. Like, he was, like, holding him down the submission, wearing him down. Gets him up. Does what the announcers call Orange Crush, which is, a, like, a brain buster combo. Followed by, like, a kick to the back of the head, and he got a pin off of that. And I was like, oh, I popped off. I'm not going to lie. I was like, let's fucking go. It was like, this fucking match. It's like... The announcer literally was dying every time, like, they hit off their finishers, which I was just like, holy shit. I was feeding off of it, Mikey. Like, I was, like, feeding off of the crowd's enthusiasm for this. Yeah, this cra- this this crowd was great. The announcers were great. The ref was great. The competitors. Everything about this match was great. It was so fucking good. Like, this match, as you can't the way, tell. The way, it, the way this match, like, flip-flopped me from being, like, Oh, I don't know if I'm gonna really like this match. It looks like it's just gonna be a submission fest. It's like not really my kind of style. To just like absolutely popping me out of my chair was just mm-hmm. like like that. Exactly. Like there was there was that one moment where it just hits and just switches. That one kick from Day where it just completely turns the yeah, match the on its head. He kicks that and they go into full on like aggressive on each other. Yeah, it was so good. Like everything looked good in this match. There was not oh, a yeah. single thing. And like, I got it again. I got to give hats off to the fucking crowd and the announcers and everyone because you guys' excitement made me love this match even more than I already was. You guys made this like so good. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, man, this case, match was insane. Yeah, case you can't uh, tell us, I get this match a mark out. I, I also get this match a mark out. I gotta match. agree with you there. This match was really great. Uh, these two absolutely put everything they had on the line for this match and threw threw it all out there. Um, and one of my favorite parts was after the match, where uh, Trevor Lee just drops the title and goes and just goes and picks up Chip Day. I remember that, yeah. And the ref raises both of their hands, yeah, and they give each other a big hug, <laughs> yeah, because. And then as as Lee is walking out, he 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 starts the thank you, thank you, Chip, or something. It's like thank you, Day. Mm-hmm. Was what good. was it? It was thank you, Chip Day. That was it. Yeah. Oh man, and he, I... and he just left with that, and we had that nice mm-hmm. image of Chip Day sitting in the ring, and the whole crowd just chanting for him. It was awesome. It was. It was very good. Yeah, it's it's weird, honestly, seeing uh... a tear fell from my eye. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird for me, honestly, seeing uh, Trevor Lee. Or Cameron Grimes not being a heel. Because on NXT, he is literally a despicable heel. And then here, he's just a respectable champion that, like, everyone is just like, yeah, he's a good guy. He's just really hard to beat. Yeah. Oh, man. I fucking love this match, dude. Yeah, this match was great. Uh, it's a mark out. Free on YouTube. Go watch it when you get the chance. Mm-hmm. Another thing to note. For uh, all... Trevor Lever Chip Day from CWF. Yep. I will note here for all of my matches, they are free on YouTube. Every single one. Yeah, same here. Uh, I I watch matches that were only free on YouTube. Uh, the the Jeff Cobb and JD Drake match, the Josh Briggs and AR Fox match, all free on YouTube. Ooh. Uh, look them up from Limitless Wrestling and PWX. Nice. Yeah. I think if I recall correctly, the Matt Tremont video I watched is actually on his YouTube. There you go. Perfect. So well, with all of those matches uh, reviewed, and we wrap those all in a nice, neat little bow. Uh, that brings us to our our uh, segment, the double down, double where we down. where where we do a little bit of a flashback to last week, and Zach watches one of my matches, I watch one of Zach's matches, and we give our own review of uh, of a match we heard last week. So, Zach, this week, uh, I believe you gave me to watch Daniel Garcia versus Kevin Bennett from yep. ESW from uh, Empire State Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, this match was great. They didn't waste any time going right at each other. Uh, Garcia was acting like the cocky heel. Bennett was uh, the underdog in this match. Uh, the the remix of pro wrestling was a really I really was into that. Um, 
This match is aggressive. These two just beat the crap out of each other, throw each other around. Uh, they they are hard, hard, hard aggressive, and they are beating the crap out of each other. Uh, Garcia, they say Garcia. The one thing that, that kind of messed with me was that the announcers were playing up that Garcia was uh, uh, specialized in, like, submission holds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I saw him do, I think, one submission this whole match. He hit him with like he hit him with like a sleeper hold toward the end, and that was about it. Yeah, I think that was when he jumped off the top rope and he caught him out of it. Yeah, and that was the only submission he had that whole match. I feel like <laughs> uh, so that one threw me a little bit, uh, but otherwise it was really good. Uh, and Bennett ends up winning the match when he hits the remix from the top rope. This match was insane. I really liked it. I give it a mark out uh, just to keep it quick and simple. Mm-hmm. Easy mark out for me. This match was awesome. I really like both competitors. I can't wait to see more of them. Uh, and it's going to be great going forward. Uh, so, Zach, uh, let me recall. What match did I give you again? You gave me Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace from Impact right, Wrestling. Right, 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 right. For the title. Hey, what did you think about that? I thought this match was, pretty, was good. I... A lot of this match was a bit slower than I was hoping, but granted, this is like my first Deanna Peraza match since her time in the Mayon Classic, and it's my first ever Jordine Grace match, so I had literally no clue walking into this. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say, I loved a lot, there's a lot of this match that I really liked. I liked, I love Jordine's fucking selling of her arm the whole match. She sounded like a wounded animal, basically, is the best way I can yeah, describe Deanna it. Yeah, Deanna was working that arm hard that whole match. Yeah, she was. I also like, the way I basically described her in my notes is Jordine was like the Terminator. She just constantly kept saying Deanna's name was coming at her with like a fucking force of just death. I loved yeah. it. I loved Deanna. Uh, while I, it was a bit slow for me, I loved her working with the arm. It was clean wrestling. I really enjoyed it. I loved Jordine's fucking power moves because they... They sounded like they had weight to them, man. I was like, damn. I was like, that's that's great. Yeah, thick mama pump slamming people around, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Unfortunately, though, for me, I didn't... I don't know. Like, I was kind of... I guess I was kind of hoping this match would really get me more into it. But it didn't get me as much into it, which was unfortunate. I gave okay. this match a meh for me. But I will say this. I really want to see these two go at it again. But I want to see them go at it a bit longer. Well, you know they I mean? do have they do have an Iron Man match on YouTube as well. I might have to watch that one of these days. Oh man, but yeah, I was I was a fan of this match. Yeah, it's it's not my favorite match, but uh, I'm definitely down for it. Uh, seeing more from these two. Glad to hear it. Oh, All right. Uh, well, that brings us to the end of the show. We reviewed another five matches. That's another week of Independent Waters in the books. I cannot wait till next week to discover more gems from the independent wrestling world and next week will be a very special episode uh so tune in for that it'll be very special uh you'll see why when it gets released so it's gonna be subscribe so subscribe to the feed so you can get that as soon as it comes out subscribe go subscribe also to the hit the books feed where you can watch me and ryan show hit the books every friday where we uh book smackdown and raw and we do it our own way because we're awesome and we have our own booking. We do pay-per-views. We do, we do drafts. Everything and everything that WWE does, we try to do ourselves. Uh, so tune in there. And don't forget to leave us five-star reviews over on iTunes. That really helps a growing podcast out. Uh, so go to the Independent Water Seed. Give us a five-star. Give us five, uh, six five-star reviews or six five-star reviews. Either one uh, would be wonderful. <laughs> Uh, and you can also go check out all these episodes over on our YouTube channel, Hit the Books Podcast, where we post everything and anything that has to do with the podcast. We post Hit the Books. We post uh, 
independent waters we do some 2k outcomes we do pay-per-view reviews everything over there on our youtube channel and go check out our website for the whole backlog of everything that ever had to do with this podcast uh hdbpod.com so go check that out zach anything to plug nope not as usual I'm I'm going I refuse to stop asking. One of these days I'll actually have something and when I do it'll completely get you off guard and I can't wait for that. <laughs> all right. Well, that about wraps it up. Uh can't wait to see you all again next week. Can't wait to to spew about more amazing wrestling matches next week. And oh and remember, there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring. <laughs>